Welcome to the Joyful Writer Podcast, a place for writers to nurture their creativity, rekindle their love for writing, and cultivate a joyful author mindset. I'm your host, China Pace. Hello, writers. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Joyful Writer Podcast. Well, everyone, fall is officially upon us. Now, I don't know about you guys, but every time this time of year rolls around and the weather gets colder, I just feel this need to slow down, to live and do my work at an unhurried pace. Does anyone else feel this way? You know, it almost reminds me of how bears hibernate in the winter. I don't know, maybe there's something in our bodies as well, urging us to take it easy during the upcoming winter months. Or maybe it's just all the excitement around Halloween and Thanksgiving and Christmas, making us want to curl up and relax and drink hot chocolate all day. Whatever it is, it's got a tight grip on me. As we get deeper into fall, more and more these days, I find myself wanting to use up all my free time on slow, relaxing, joyful things. Things like watching spooky movies and reading poetry and sometimes doing absolutely nothing. Can anyone else relate? Here's the thing. I absolutely believe that we need rest and play and relaxation as humans and especially as writers. But sometimes we get so drawn into the fun of filling our creative well that we don't actually get any writing done. So how can we strike a balance between joy and productivity? How can we achieve a happy medium between slowing down and getting the writing done that we want to get done. Joy and productivity may seem like two things that don't go together, but I think they can. And one way I have tried balancing the two is by setting really small goals. I've talked about this before on my blog and elsewhere. There is nothing wrong with big goals, but I feel like larger goals should sort of stay on the outer edges of our focus. You know, we should always have the dream in sight, but not too close. Instead, setting little bite-sized goals for ourselves can keep us from feeling too overwhelmed. The smaller a task is, the easier it is to complete. And the more we complete, the more productive we feel. So. We're still getting things done, it's just without the pressure and the stress of huge daily goals. For example, instead of telling yourself to write 2,000 words a day, set a goal to just write for 10 minutes, or 15 minutes, or 20 minutes. Or, you know, if writing sprints aren't really your thing, set a goal to write 100 words, or 500 words. Chances are, if you set a reachable goal like that, you'll finish it quickly, and then you'll be even more motivated to keep going. 
But the most important part about it is that it'll be natural. We'll keep going because we want to, not because we feel like we have to, or because there's some gigantic goal looming above us. Now, I personally am a big fan of setting timers. I do this not only whenever I'm working on my manuscript, but also anytime I have something to do with publishing or marketing or the podcast or anything else that's sort of business related that I don't always, you know, clamor to do, I like to set a timer, usually 15 to 20 minutes, and then just go. Work as fast as I can, do as much as I can until the timer runs out. And you'd be really surprised how much you can get done in 15 minutes. It's shocking. Even when I do writing sprints that way, I often discover that I can get more done in a tiny little 15-minute period than if I had allowed myself two or three hours to write. It's really weird how that works, but it's interesting too because it sort of lends itself to small goals. You know, I just think our brain works better when we think that we don't have to do a lot. When we think, you know, all we have to do really is this little bitty bit. And then while we're doing it, we actually start enjoying ourselves. And then we want to complete even more. And so I feel like that's the perfect balance of joy and productivity. But setting timers and doing writing sprints doesn't always work 100% of the time. I mean, there have been countless times where I have set a timer myself and then proceeded to just stare at the blank screen for the entire 10 or 15 minutes. I mean, maybe I wrote like one or two words, but definitely not a successful writing sprint. So those times do come when, you know, saying, okay, I'm going to write for 15 minutes. I'm going to work until this timer goes off. Doesn't really work. You know, maybe we're extra tired or going through a bit of a writing slump or just our brain is all mushy and we just can't think or work for the life of us. And when that happens, one way I've tried to sort of get back on track while also not pushing myself or losing my joy is to just try to incorporate the things I have to do, the things I need to do or that I want to do but maybe don't feel like doing, like writing, and combine that with the things that I want to do, the really fun and relaxing things. And to give you a sort of personal example from my own life, I just recently had a writing slump. It wasn't too bad. It wasn't burnout. It was just, I was feeling so unhappy with my work. I was criticizing my writing, putting myself down, just my mindset had shifted more into the negative and further away from the positive and the joyful and the kind. And so I was motivated to write and I knew what I wanted to write. I knew the words I wanted to use. I knew the story I wanted to tell. But 
when I sat down, my mindset was just so full of self-doubt that I couldn't be productive for the life of me. And so what I did was I turned to one of my favorite authors. I've mentioned this before. My favorite author of all time is Ray Bradbury. I love his writing. I love just every part of who he was as a human being, as an author, as a storyteller. His books have inspired me as a reader and as a writer in numerous ways, and I could go on and on about him. So while I was going through this writing slump, I decided to read a bit of my favorite book of his, Something Wicked This Way Comes. It's my favorite book of his and probably of all time, so I read it a lot anytime I need some inspiration boosts or just familiarity when I don't really want to read something else, but, you know, I want to feel like I'm soaking up some good story. So I picked up that book and I read a bit of that, and then I turned to YouTube, (laughs) which is sometimes a great resource for productivity and oftentimes not, but in this case it was because I went and searched for some interviews done by Ray Bradbury. And I found a lot. I was really excited. I found a plethora of videos, interviews, and talks, and documentaries. And I pretty much watched every single one of them. And when I got through, my fire had come back. I was ready to write. I was just so inspired and so motivated. It got me thinking, you know, I wasn't writing, I wasn't setting a timer, I wasn't trying to write. In fact, I was doing the opposite. I was just, you know, sitting in front of a screen. But the thing is, that's what I needed. That's what motivated me more than anything to come back to my work. And in a way, because I was watching videos related to writing and videos talking about writing and storytelling... It was almost like it was related to writing, like I was writing even though I wasn't, if that makes any sense. So that's what I mean when I say incorporate what's fun with what you have to do. For me, I always love watching videos on YouTube, and I love listening to music, and I love TV shows and books, so... If you can incorporate any of that into your daily goals, then I think that's a great way to not only motivate yourself to get things done, but also to stay joyful while doing it. So to give you another example, let's say all you really want to do is just lay in bed and watch Halloween movies all day. I have been in that exact mood for about two weeks now. One thing you could do is go in bed, put your Halloween movie on, get all cozy, get popcorn or whatever snacks you want, and then bring your laptop along or your notebook along. And don't set any expectations for yourself. Just have the tools there if you want to write, if you feel inspired while you're watching this movie or this TV show. 
I think it's great to watch TV and movies because, just like books, when we watch a movie or a show, we're absorbing story, and that can benefit us as writers. Oftentimes, when I'm watching a show or a movie, I'll get inspired about something completely unrelated to my current manuscript. It could be for a new story idea, and then you know I'll jot it down or write it in my notes, and that ends up becoming story fuel, even if I'm not writing at that moment. You know, I think. That's why there's that phrase, "A spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down," because if there's something we're not motivated to do, all we have to do is just sprinkle in a few things that excite us, that light us up, that relax us, or inspire us, or make us happy, and try to combine the two, and then the thing that we were unmotivated to do. Becomes something new. It's almost like it takes on a new form, and then it refreshes us to keep going and to work some more. So I think that's another great way. I've been trying that a lot these days because uh, I'm in the Halloween mood spirit, and I just want to watch creepy shows and all that good stuff. So. I'm definitely working on trying to incorporate that into my writing and use that as a way to stay joyful and productive at the same time. The last tip I want to give you guys is, I think, the most important one, and that is to just give yourself time to rest, give yourself space to rest, and to take a break. You know, sometimes we have the best intentions, but If our bodies need rest, if our minds need a break from writing all the time, then all the tips and tricks in the world aren't going to solve anything. The only thing that's going to help is just resting and allowing ourselves to rest. You know, I think I think sometimes we rest and we tell ourselves we're resting, but we're not allowing ourselves to rest. Because our minds are still turning, and mentally we're berating ourselves for putting off all the things that need to get done. So let's not do that. Let's just be completely kind to ourselves, and just if we need to rest and take a long break, just do that and do it joyfully because it's what we need at the moment. You know, you may feel like you're being unproductive if you're just watching movies all day, or reading books, or putting off your manuscript for a few days or a week to do fun things with your family, or take a walk, or draw something. But those things could actually end up making you more productive in the end. Those things could actually end up becoming fuel. For your creativity and for your next story idea, those things could make you a better writer. Because we can't write when we're exhausted. We can't perform the best when our brains are fried. We need time to rest, and we need time to do what inspires us. 
because what inspires us now very well may become our next greatest story tomorrow. So if you find yourself, like me, struggling this season to find a balance between joy and productivity, I urge you, first of all, to try small goals, to just set a timer and try to get done as much as you can in 10 or 15 minutes, or just eliminate the timer altogether and just set a really small, really reachable goal for yourself for that day. And if that doesn't work, then try to incorporate your loves with your work. So write while listening to some of your favorite music or put your favorite movie on and then have your laptop off to the side so that you can jot down any ideas that come to you. And lastly, If none of that works, just rest. Just relax. You need it and you need to give yourself that gift because it's very important for us writers to get the rest that we need. Well, that's it for now, writers. I hope the autumn season is treating you well. I hope you're staying joyful and loving every part of your writing journey. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode.